Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! MVP time! Windy City Assassin does it again! Well, you had to know the Lakers were going to get their payback, or at least try to, and they certainly did. After the Bulls beat them at Crypto.com Arena, the artist formerly known as Staples Center, they came into the United Center, beat the Bulls 121-110. Bulls have lost two straight now. Still got a decent cushion, I'd say, for the 10th seed, but there's still a lot of things going on with the Bulls on and off the court that we're going to talk about in today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls bench mob member in Tennessee, Vol C.J. Watson. C.J., always a lot going on with this team, but six games left. There's quite a bit happening here as we enter this final couple weeks here. Yeah, a lot of interesting things happening in you know, the last uh, few games, just like you said, but, you know, the Bulls got to find a way to, to get it together and pick it up and try to find a way to play their best basketball heading into these uh, playing spot if they, if they get it. <laughs> I mean, the schedule right now, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but there's only a couple matchups that really scare me in terms of like, yeah. okay, well – I'll be surprised if they win and they've surprised me before, but I don't know if it happens again. Cool. But six games to go. Things are flying playing tournaments around the corner. We're going to dive into a lot with this team. After I tell you about our friends, betonline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play prop and point at BetOnline. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contest, team matchups, and game trends at BetOnline. Updated odds for the final four and championship game taking place down in Houston this weekend. Nobody predicted this final four, at least I don't know anyone who did. And there's a, I mean, that's so much to bet on with NCAA. There's also baseball. Happy opening day. We're recording this on Thursday, mm-hmm. opening day today. Bet online is your college basketball and baseball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. That's B L E A V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. If you had Aaron Judge anytime home run to start the season, you are a happy human being. Also, we have an official t-shirt of our show, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, exclusively at shop.believe.com. There's a lot of great stuff there. I have an order coming in next week. That's a tease. Stay tuned. I'll debut it on the show. There's a lot of great stuff to support all the shows on the network, but official t-shirt of our program, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, shop.believe.com. The link is in my Twitter and Instagram bios. So Pat Bev called LeBron too small. We had our last. I thought it was fun. Really enjoyed it. But you knew there was going to be something coming when the Lakers returned to the United Center. And that happened. 121-110. You know, you had D'Angelo Russell and, you know, Reeves did it too. Like, all right. Well played. Well played, Austin Reeves. Well played. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. The, the Bulls are, the Lakers have definitely got their payback, you know. Uh, they that didn't sit well with them. Uh, Pat Bev, you know, doing hand gestures and, and coming back to to crypto and and winning the game at, at that, but also just talking trash and you know and it being all over Instagram and social media the next day and they them having to hear about it. So you know they were definitely getting ready for their payback. And uh, when you talk trash to one of the best players in the world and the best players ever, you know he's definitely going to have his team ready. He's going to be ready. You know that, that's what they did. 
Yeah, they came out ready. And by the way, Pat Bev in the rematch against the Lakers, over five shooting, no points. And I yeah. will not even talk about how bad the plus minus was. It was yeah. my uh, last check, <laughs> it was like minus 32 or something like that. It's like, yeah. damn. Um, yeah. No starter was in the in the positive. Bulls got out rebounded 45 32, 13 offensive boards by the Lakers. I mean, that's the type of game when you're coming out for payback, you're going to come out firing, you're going to come out fast. And I mean, the Bulls had to be ready for it. I mean, everybody knew yeah. this was coming. But to do that in oh, a big yeah. way, like, I mean, credit to the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, all credit goes to the Lakers. But like you said, you can't talk trash. And uh, I think for the Bulls to be successful, they have to have that uh, scoring mentality. Not scoring mentality, just some kind of scoring help from the Pat Best position, the point guard position, uh, especially with Lonzo out. But, uh, you, you know, you can't go talking trash and knowing that the same team is coming back and you go over. And, and that just doesn't that doesn't sit well with me. Uh, I'm sure it doesn't sit well with Pat Bev either, but – uh, you just can't do that as a as a competitor and as a as an athlete. You got to go in there knowing that this team is coming out for blood and they're coming out to to, to wreak vengeance on you and uh, just uh, make you feel bad. And that's what they did. <laughs> you know, the first quarter was all Vooch, and when I say all Vooch, I mean he had thirteen of the twenty points in the first quarter. <laughs> like, yep. I think he had the first thirteen. Actually, I think that's how it worked out. Like, it was Vooch's game, but I mean. Big man had 29 points. It seemed like they kind of got away from him a little bit to try, try, tried to shoot, but guess what? You can't shoot. Like you should, I think they should have kept feeding Vooch, but again, there's defensive differences there. I was also working during this game. So I was writing stories, couldn't watch the whole thing to attention to detail, but you know, one of those put it in the bank and move on. You're in the last six games here. Got a couple game advantage on the 10 seed, but a big question mark here, Andre Drummond. And this is going to be a big discussion here. He tweeted out that he's changing his phone number. He's going off social media for a little bit. And then Billy Donovan announced that he's out for the Lakers game for personal reasons. So the big guys got a lot going on here. I mean, first of all, before with anything else being said, wish him all the best, whatever he's going through mental health. Not, yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. You got to take care of yourself, but I want to get your perspective as a former player. When you're balancing the, you know, you hear a lot from the fans, you hear on social media, you got to balance, go play your game, tune out the noise. And there's a lot that you have to deal with and your own personal life too. What's that balance like? Uh, you know, it's tough because uh, you want to, everyone thinks athletes' lives are perfect because of the amount of money they're making, the travel, you know, the luxury uh, lifestyle that they're so-called living. But, uh, you know, a lot of things that go into it, um, like you said, they're, they're viewed as, upon as, as perfect and uh, it's hard to go out there and, live a perfect life no one's life is perfect but i think at this time we just want to you know support and you know put love around andre Drummond and uh just let him know that we're here for him uh we care for him and i uh, just want him to, to be healthy mentally and physically um most importantly mentally and uh and for me uh, i think just uh, i tell my daughter all the time uh as she's played in sports uh just just to be happy and have fun out there i don't want to put any added pressure on you just because your dad played in the nba i don't care if you you know, go on to play, be an Olympian, or you don't, you stop playing today. I just want you to be happy and uh, just go out there and have fun with it. And, you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But you definitely want to support Andre Drummond and anyone going through mental health because it's, it's a real issue. We've seen this around sports this year. I think I think of, uh, I think it was Patrick McCaffrey at Iowa stepped away to address his mental health. I mean, closer to, to my realm at Loyola Chicago, St. Thomas stepped away, focused his mental health. Like you've seen it at the college levels and you're seeing it <clears throat> at the NBA level here too a serious thing and it's a tough balance like as a fan and as a reporter like yeah Andre Drummond would have helped tremendously in this yeah. game like they missed him but I just go back to it he's got to take care of himself there's that balance that we, that you talk about there yeah there's so much balance you know people uh positive and negative uh stuff on on social media uh 
in real life, in person, uh, people saying you in, might be walking down the street, you have a bad game, people saying you suck, you know, obviously you try to be tough and all that kind of stuff, but it gets to you at the end of the day. You still got to go home and, you know, be with your family and stuff like that. So, like I said, mental health is a, a real issue, and uh, just wishing him the, the best of luck and uh, anyone out there going through it. I've made my jokes about Andre Drummond this year when he's missed a couple dunks. I mean, it was just, it's all in good fun, and but there yeah. are people, you know, you've got the – the other side of the coin that like, Oh, how'd you miss that dunk? And they're serious about it. Like there's, right. it's, a, it's a game when all said and done, it, it's a game. Yeah. Yes. You're making a lot of money to get, you're p- making a lot of money to play that game, but you've still got to focus on up here. That's a, yeah, the yeah. biggest thing. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's way bigger than the game. Uh, you know, like you said, uh, people, these are everyday people uh, and human beings that, you know, that uh, really, you know, take pride in what they do. And uh, like I said, it's way bigger than the game. And uh, that's all we want to do is just support them. Definitely. And all, all the best to the big guy. I mean, yes, with six games left, I mean, the, the timing of it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, yeah. from a, from a game perspective, just got to put the business hat on like, yeah, you're entering this final stretch here. You still got to hope he comes back. If he can come back and help you out. Great. But you've got to right. make do without him. And if it means going small and Billy Donovan had a really good breakdown in his press conference. And I, it's one of those, I wish I could play like the clip here and like hear him describe it about what the bulls need to do when they go small, it turn it goes back to like defend the paint, get on the block, and they're going out too far to the perimeter, letting up offensive rebounds. You have to adjust for this. Yeah, yeah. run a small lineup. You got to know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You got to adjust. Uh, you know, small lineups may, might mean to being out rebounded more. Um, with only one big guy out there, so definitely want to uh, play fast. You can play faster with small lines, but you're be you know compensated on the rebounding uh, aspect. So. Uh, just puts more pressure on your guards to, to rebound more, um, but also gives you if your guards do get the rebound, they can just get it and push it, with, which leads you to play faster. So it's a pros and cons to everything, but you know, you just got to find the right lineup to where it works for for this team. And for the love of all that is good in the world, box out, please box <laughs> out. Io had one last night. I mean, I watched him. He stood there, and I don't know, I can't remember who it was. Was it Vanderbilt? Whoever he went, he didn't block him out. He went and got the putback. Like, no, yeah, yeah. Box out. You're a small lineup. You have to put extra emphasis on boxing out, please. Yeah, yeah. that too. And I think for me is uh, the three point shooting. Uh, they were nine for thirty something. I think yesterday. And uh, for it was me, bad. it's just you can say it was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was. I, I didn't want to say that. You took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> it was but bad. Uh, for me, yeah, for me, it's just like you know, just play to your strength. You know, obviously the new NBA is uh, getting threes up and shooting a lot of threes. But if you're a bad three point shooting team, don't just keep jacking them up and you know, just, you know, causing causing more havoc on yourself. So play to your strength. Your strength is in the post uh, through Vooch and through the mid-range. Just just pay, play through that. You know, threes come and then you're open, shoot them. But don't just go out there just jacking them up just to say you took 33s in the game and you went, you shot only, made only nine. So The mid-range is not dead. I keep saying right. that. There are people who think that yeah. you live and die by the three. No, the mid-range is not dead. That's why DeMar DeRozan is still <clears throat> as high level of a player as he is. Yep. By the way, the Bulls were nine for 33, Lakers seven for 20. Lakers scored 121 points, shot 23. Granted, they right. went 24 for 30 from the free throw line, but <laughs> you know you don't have to shoot that many threes if your strength, like you said, is mid range and the paint, yeah. whatever. Like, do that. And Zach took a lot of long twos. I noticed he didn't. He seemed off, and I, I mean, it could just be just you have a down game. It happens. Everybody had a down game. It seems like, like I said, no starter was positive plus minus, and Pat Bev was minus 32. By the way, that was his final. <laughs> Like and plus minus is a fail. It's a flawed stat. You can't just go yeah, off yeah. that. But it I mean, tells a lot. <laughs> exactly. You can, it tells you what you need to know. I mean, I, 
watching that game with my own two eyes, I could tell you Pat Bev had a bad game. Well, the numbers right. show that too. But I mean, Zach was minus 24. He struggled and that happens, but you got, you got to have other guys step up. I thought Kobe White did a good job off the bench. He's playing at a really yeah. high level on both ends of the court. You've got an interesting decision on him. He's, I want to say he's a restricted free agent now because I didn't pick up his option. Yeah. I feel like with the lack of shooting weapons you have, you have to bring him back, right? Yeah, yeah, you got to keep him. He's your only, you know, a decent three-point shooter besides Zach. Um, but, yeah, he's been playing good the last few games. And uh just want to keep this rolling uh, for him and also for the whole bench and for the whole team. You want to be playing your best brand of basketball, you know, trying to go into this playing tournament and hopefully you can win two games and get that A spot. Yeah, definitely. And that'll help tremendously with a potential playoff run. And, you know, Iota Sumu's been up and down as expected for second-year player this year. I thought he yeah. played well against L.A. Patrick Williams still kind of seeing those tendencies where he, yeah. he'll fake too much and he'll won't be as confident. Like, I feel like that'll come this offseason is going to be big for that next year. I like, yeah. I mean, you've already predicted a big year for him. I don't yeah. want to say make or break, but it's as close to it as you can get. I think he's, he's going to be a key piece, even in the play in tournament too. Like you need him to step up when guys like Zach are struggling and your point guard mm-hmm. struggling and Pat Bev. Yeah, especially if you're not getting any scoring from uh, the point guard position, <laughs> you got to have someone else scoring and filling that role. So uh, definitely, hopefully, that can be him. And uh, yeah, like you said, just want to be playing your best brand of basketball going into the playoffs, and hopefully that that confidence will kick in these last six six uh, six games. They've got some favorable matchups too. I mean, they yes, they have two games remaining: one against Memphis, one against Milwaukee. Those are the two that scare me. Like, yeah. I mean, with John Morant back for Memphis. You wonder what's going to happen. I mean, that's a good rebounding team as well. And Milwaukee, what what else can you say? First of all, it's on national yeah. TV. You know what happens when the Bulls play on national TV. And right. you got, obviously, Giannis that speaks for himself. Other than that, the rest of the schedule, I mean, in no order, you got Charlotte, Atlanta, Dallas, Detroit. We're going to talk about Dallas in a little bit. That's an interesting, to say the least, situation. But you've right. got some matchups here that you can exploit. And just give yourself a cushion at this point because you're in you're the 10 seed right now. Just give yourself a cushion and don't collapse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You want to definitely go in and your mentality should be just going to win all six of these games. Uh, hopefully, you know, when they play Memphis or Milwaukee, they don't play all their good guys, all their top guys, and maybe they'll sit them. Uh, maybe who knows? But uh, if they don't, you know, still go out there and compete. And uh, like I said, be, be confident in playing your best brand of basketball. And, you know, hopefully you can uh, get six wins. And just like I said, just roll into the playoffs, you know, on a win streak. I mean, if you get a hot team, look at the Celtics last year. You had a red-hot yeah. team. Look what yeah. they did. And, yeah, they're yeah. two-seed this year. It's kind of rolled over to this year, too. But, you know, yeah, two-game advantage on Washington right now. You're two games behind Atlanta and Toronto, so that Hawks game is going to have big play-in implications. I love, it sounds so funny to me talking talk about, oh, it's going to have play-in implications, but that's yeah. where we're at. It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You play the hand you're dealt. Like, right. It's got play-in implications in that game. Like, opportunities have been the word all year right now. The fact that they've got this two game cushion here, it feels to me, and I could be way off on this feels like they're in the driver's seat. They control their own destiny. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Any team, you know, with a chance to be in the playing tournament definitely controls their own destiny. It's just what we've been saying this whole year, you know, it's all about opportunities. Uh, Are they going to take advantage of the opportunity um, or just let, you know, let it, you know, slide away uh, to the side, but Hopefully they can uh, learn from this this season and rebound and really kind of rewrite this whole season and uh, make it better. And make some additions, obviously, going forward, too. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Should have made, made more this year, but 
What do I hey, know? We're not we're not the GMs. <laughs> you're more qualified for that than I am. <laughs> you, I mean, you no, put I that wish. GM hat on. You're you're no Nostradamus over here. <laughs> I wish I, I just call out. I see. That's all I can do is just be honest with you and know the game of basketball. <laughs> yeah, I sit here. I'm an armchair GM. I, I sit right here and I'm like, okay, you can go get that if you do this. I sit here. I do that with football too. They have like PFF does the mock drafts. You can make your own. I'll go through. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can force this trade. I can tell the right. guy do that. Like, I wish it was so that easy. easy. Yeah, yeah I, I wish it was that easy, but it's not. That's why. Right. That's why I'm sitting here talking in this microphone and not going anywhere near a front office in a major sport. But right. you know, this is just a, a big end of the year. You want to end the year strong. Go into the play-in tournament strong. Assuming, assuming you get there, it's still not a foregone conclusion that they get there. Just make that right. perfectly yeah. clear. Like nothing is a foregone conclusion, but. Yeah. You know, finish strong. If it means you go into the offseason strong, if it means you go into the play-in tournament strong, just end on just end the regular season on a high note. That's all I ask. I don't ask for much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And just don't uh, don't don't give up. Don't give in. You got to go out there and compete and play. And I feel like if they do that, they have enough to go into the play-in tournament uh, and and actually be the eighth seed and really give uh, that one seed some issues and problems. Yeah, I mean, you've like I said, they're two games back now. They can get there. I think they can absolutely get there, especially if they can beat Atlanta in that yeah. game coming up. They can they can be that eight seed, and that yeah, gives yeah, you more sure. of an advantage. And going from there, I think any play in playoff experience is going to be huge down the road too for these younger guys. Your your Kobe yeah. White, your Iota Sumus, your Patrick Williams, even your Zach Levines. I think that can be huge. That's why I've been advocating: don't tank this year. Get that experience. If it means you sacrifice yeah. a first round pick, make a move and go get one. Don't just yeah. sit there and go through the draft without. Oh, hey, we're not going to have one. Too bad. Like, yeah. no, there's trade-offs to that. But I think it yeah, can be yeah. good experience going forward. Oh, yeah, for sure. Every player wants to play in the playoffs. I think, you know, you'd rather be playing in the playoffs and uh, playing on Memorial Day weekend instead of, uh, you know, planning your vacation with your family or friends and stuff like that. So it's always better to be playing in the playoffs and being one of those, you know, teams playing in the playoffs and getting that experience. Definitely. And, you know, six games – Finish strong. If you could be like Sacramento and end a playoff drought, go for it. I mean, the Kings will yes. go around the association here to end. How about the Kings? 16 Man. years without a playoff appearance, and they go and they clinch the spot Wednesday night. What a story. Mike Brown, what a job. Yeah, yeah. Mike Brown's doing a great job. I love him as a coach, and a motivator, a leader. I think he's doing a great job. I'm all team like the beam. I watch their games all the time since on the West Coast and it's on TV. And uh, like I said, I love their team. The, the the team that they put together is just a great team. And I think they're going to make some noise in the playoffs. I mean, you look at this, I, I'll call it their big three, I guess, because it's their three leading scorers. De'Aaron Fox, Mr. Clutch. Bulls fans have seen that firsthand. Yeah. Uh, DeMonta Sabonis, I'm glad he's out of the Eastern Conference because what he did in <laughs> Indiana, what he, he, I don't want to say it was a waste in Indiana because that's too strong. But, you know, getting him out of there, I feel like it's taken his game to a new level, and he doesn't yeah. have to be the guy. He's got a De'Aaron Fox. There's Kevin Herter has emerged, as you can see why yeah. he wanted. Maybe Atlanta wasn't a good fit. Harrison yeah. Barnes is Harrison Barnes. He's still going to be a great veteran player. He's reliable. Yeah. They've got these pieces. Like, yeah. And you got a coach like Mike Brown with experience with the Warriors. Really good team, and they're the three seed right now yeah, yeah. in the Western Conference. Just an amazing turnaround. Yeah, Mike Brown's bringing that championship pedigree to him, uh, to that team, to those young players. And uh, I think one of the most important players that uh, we didn't mention already is Malik Monk. Uh, the way he comes in off the bench and is aggressive, you know, scoring, uh, playmaking, uh, gets out in transition. Uh, I love I love watching him play and uh, just love watching that whole team play. 
I didn't get that far down the stat sheet with the leading scores. I literally <laughs> went down Sorry. the list of their leading scores. I mean, right. <laughs> listen, I've got off in that order. You got Fox at 25 a game, Sabonis at 19, Herder, Barnes, and then Monk's right there. And Keegan Murray, yeah. what is Keegan oh, yeah. Murray? He's got to be rookie of the year or at least close to it, right? At least, I mean, yeah. What yeah. a what a story. First of all, I mean, I covered him at Iowa last year, but yeah. he what he set the record for points by a rookie. Most- was it in Kings history or is it in NBA history? Uh, I think I don't know one of the two, and I think he also set a record for most threes by NBA, uh, yeah. by a rookie, also. Yeah, that one, that one for sure. He's burst onto the scene this year. What a he's great yeah. player! I, he was one of those like I wish the Bulls could have had a chance at him. I knew they wouldn't. There was no yeah, yeah. way they were going to get a guy like that. But you yeah. watched him at I watched him at Iowa last year. Like he's got a chance to be special, and yeah. he's proving to be that. That's that's the thing too. You got veteran guys in here and you've got young guys it's a really yeah. good blend that can set them up for the future it's weird to be talking about that with the kings but right yeah i mean yeah, it's, it's a good mix the name of the game yeah that's what you want a good mix of young players veteran players you know you got your franchise cornerstone players in there and uh seems like they're all gelling together you know no egos and stuff like that and everyone's just playing their role it helps that you have a coach in mike brown who has managed a bunch of big yeah. personalities before <laughs> i mean he yeah. wasn't the he wasn't the head coach, obviously, at Golden State, but he was like the top assistant, safe to say, because yeah, yeah. when Steve Kerr got yeah. COVID, I think Mike Brown stepped up and was the interim or the acting head coach. So he's yeah. been in rooms where you had Steph, Clay, Draymond. I mean, he's man, this is that seems like a good roster in terms of like the personality wise that he can manage yeah. that pretty easy. That's what I always liked about Phil Jackson, too, is that he could manage yeah, all yeah. those personalities. Yeah, yeah, top to bottom, they got shooters. They got guys who are athletic, drive to the basket, a big man who can score and pass. So they got everything you need to to be uh, title contenders. You want to talk about a team with personalities? Let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> wow, the Mavericks. We When that trade happened, remember, I made that disclaimer. I'm really glad we did that. On yeah. paper, Luka and Kyrie is the best backcourt in the NBA. Really yeah. glad we sat on paper because they are in a downright free fall right now. Yeah. and. Kyrie called it a cluster blank. Keep it family friendly. Because <laughs> now the Mavericks are out of the play-in tournament. They're the 11 seed in the West. Just what a collapse in Dallas. Yeah, it's, yeah, this has been terrible. I think for me, it's just too much, you know, one-on-one uh, between Luka and Kyrie. And then everyone just standing around watching. And I feel like that's just a never uh, a good a good, uh, a good good motion for, you know, good good ball movement or anything like that. And it's just going to cause uh, all the players not to be in rhythm. And uh, only two players are going to be in rhythm is Kyrie and, and Luca. So it's hard to, you know, play on the teams like that, I'm sure. And uh, hopefully they can figure it out, but it doesn't look like they're going to figure it out anytime soon. They just got to get ready for next season. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, if they were in the play and field, be like, okay, you can maybe get together, make a run at this thing. Yeah. But you're a game back at the 10 seed right now. I mean, Oklahoma City yeah. is the 10 seed. You got New Orleans there. The Lakers are tied for the eight seed. Minnesota. The West has been jam-packed all year. I mean, let, yeah. Let's put it this way. Dallas is four games back of the Clippers for the five seed. That's how jam-packed right. things are right now in the yeah. West. So this they could easily, if they could just win a couple games and they'll be in the play-in. But like you said, it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. There's a lot going on down in yeah, Dallas. Yeah. yeah, too much going on. Maybe some internal stuff, who knows. But I like OCKC a lot. I like Minnesota, uh, both young teams, uh, both, you know, push the pace um you got you know long athletic defenders and long athletic guards so i like both of those teams it's gonna be interesting the west i think the west is gonna be my favorite uh playoffs to watch inside of the east i agree with you 100 we've talked about oklahoma city too that's one of the yeah. most underrated teams in the league 
You know, I, yep. I think we've, I think we talked about that when the bulls played, I'm like, don't take them lightly. You got oh, yeah. Alexander. <laughs> I really like Josh Giddy. Like I'm a, yeah. I'm a big fan, Like they've got dudes and they can get a couple guys in the draft too. I know they've got draft picks galore for the next like 10 years. Yeah. It seems like, I mean, yeah. Sam Presti, man. Sam, <laughs> yeah. Sam Presti does a great job. I, I'm uh, always admired him as a GM. He's my, He's my uh, uh, mentor from afar, I feel like. <laughs> he always does a great job of uh, constructing teams, trading guys, and still rebuilding but not rebuilding and just being competitive. Definitely. And being competitive is huge. Like, if you can do, if you can balance both, you're yeah. you're set. And that's what I was – I'm hoping the Bulls can get to that point. Like, you struggled this year. Find that balance. Like, there's, yeah. there's a balance there. Find it. You can be competitive and still add and subtract as needed. Uh, win yeah. now mode. That's that ship has sailed. If you would have been the sixth seed this year, if you were out of the play in and in the playoffs, right. sure, you can make a case, go add a couple and be in win now mode. I think win now mode is out the window. I think you've got to look at this as kind of a retool, stay in that play in playoff gray area, but also yeah. you need to make moves. Like it needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's gonna be interesting to see what the front office does, um, and see how they really reconstruct this uh this roster to make it, you know playoff ready and championship contenders, but we'll see, you know, uh, I guess when we get there this summer, see what they do and what moves they make. And who knows when we'll be talking about that. Cause with the chances of the play in looking more and more likely, I right. mean, you got, you got time here to reevaluate. You got a big decision coming on Kobe white, you got a big decision yeah. coming on. I would assume big decision coming on Vooch and another one on DeMar. Cause you're it's, you've got a lot of uncertainty here. Yeah. This was, your window, especially now with Lonzo being hurt for looking like all of next year, your window has closed dramatically in the yeah. last year. Like there's yeah. a lot of a lot of soul searching that's gonna happen this offseason. That's gonna be a bigger conversation once we're done talking about like the play-in tournament and stuff. Cause like I keep saying, there's still six games left. Regular season's yeah. still going. 76 games in. What a weird year. And that's gonna be something yeah. I'm gonna say for a while. What a weird yeah. year. Yeah, a roller coaster year, up and down year. Uh, at times they look great, and time, then other times they look like the, you know the rebuilding bulls uh, that we don't want to see. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, you know it's definitely uh, they can all put all that to end and really uh, come out these last six games and try to go to the playing tournament and uh, you know just just uh, silence all the haters. You're about to enter a whole new season. When you get to the play in, yeah. get to the playoffs. It's a new year. The regular season doesn't matter. Yeah, That's... anybody's game. Definitely. That's why I like about the NCAA tournament. It's anybody it's regular yeah. season does not matter. Yes. It impacts seeding and who you play, but everybody's zero and zero when the playoffs come around. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go get hot and make a run and stay yep. on a run. Don't do this fake a run and win two games <laughs> and then show up uninspired the next two games. Like, no, get hot and stay hot. That's the sustainability. Yeah. You can't do that in the playoffs because, you know, it's a four game series. So you got to win four games. So you can't be, Sometimes the you know half the games and the other half you know uh, want to win. So hopefully they can come out focused and just like I said get four four good wins and they'll they'll be on on their way. And because of the way the season's gone, you don't have to win four in a row. You can you can go right. three and one and then win one because they still have not won four games in a row this year. You can win right. three and lose one if that's your if that's what you want to do. When you get right. to the best of seven, that's fine. Like it's whatever keep, works. Keep for it you. interesting. <laughs> but I would prefer to. If, you, if they can get one four-game win streak in in these last six games, I'd be happy <laughs> to yeah, finally yeah, get nice. that monkey off the back. Yeah, be playing with some confidence, you know, going in uh, to end the season, you know, playing the best brand of basketball. Be very curious to see the stat on that. How many teams have made the playoffs without a four-game winning streak? I don't know how you yeah. count that, if there's a way to count that, but that is just a, a 
I say weird year. It's the best way to describe it. It's just been weird, odd, yeah. annoying, frustrating. Other words I can't say on the air. Like <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna pull my hair out again. Yeah, very Whatever. very up and down season. Yeah, and and end the year on on up, please. Like don't right. don't do Be this consistent. again. Yeah, like play inspired basketball and please have yeah. your point guard score points after he's talking trash. Talking trash, <laughs> right? Yeah. Still love you, Pat Bev. Player ever. Yeah. I still I still love <laughs> Pat Bev. I still I stand by it. I want them to bring him back next year. I don't know if they can. I don't know if they should. But part of me wants that to happen. Yeah. It's just bad time to have a bad game. right yeah very bad yeah yeah there there's no other way to put it but you know we're gonna put a bow on today's episode of believe in bulls here on the believe network presented by as always our friends at betonline.ag use that promo code bleav baseball season is underway and i I will put the disclaimer out there i did i did enjoy recording the podcast today despite what my shirt says (laughs) i just would always i'd always rather be a rage i mean you saw the coffee cup too right yeah i got i'm repping opening day man i mean i'm ready to be disappointed again but you know but you can Disappointed my bet slip too. Bet online, 50% welcome bonus to help with that. Also, shop.believe.com, buy your shirt, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Stand. Yeah, there's a lot of great stuff there as well. CJ, we are getting very, very close to something at the end of 82 yeah. games. If it's the play in tournament, if it's the offseason, something's coming, but we're going to have a yeah. lot more fun conversations along the way. The weather's getting better. You know, this is a great time for playoff basketball. I'm excited for it. Yeah, in Illinois right now, as we're recording, it's a nice balmy 53 degrees, according to my account, <laughs> and that's going to get even higher. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so ready for it to get warm and go play golf and yeah. be hating golf after the first hole again. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see everyone back here on Tuesday. Enjoy the weekend and enjoy the Final Four this weekend as well. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.